Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Does this feel like a long way away or like we're very, very close? The opening of the NFL season is 70 days from today. So just a little bit more than two months. And the opening game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions will be played. 70 days. I'm trying to think here. 70 days, you're a little over two months. It actually sounds about right. It sounds about right. It's not too far. You're not sitting here telling me they're 100 days away and we're also not a month away. It sounds about right. So 70 days away means that we're only about 40 days away from preseason games. Yeah. So in a little bit more than a month, you're going to see quasi-real NFL football. So the preseason for me... That's basically like NFL started. I know it hasn't started, and yeah. I'm not going to watch a lot of NFL games. But the attention and the shift—why not? Yeah, I know, <laughs> missing out so much in the preseason. Um, the attention and the shift is going to happen. Where 40 days seems like it's nothing. 40 days is nothing. Emily, are you ready for uh, a- another Ram season? 70 days from today. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to my Cheetos and Mountain Dew every Sunday, <laughs> and it's going to be great seeing more of uh, our guy Tyler every Sunday. So I'm excited. It'll be fun. You know, I'm I'm never that excited for preseason, but I'm really Why? excited to get back to training camp. And Why are both of you guys throwing cold water on, on exhibition NFL football where Sean McVay has made his, <laughs> his, his, his calling card Changed. to never play anybody? Basically changes the yeah. league when it comes to that. Yeah, it's he, appointment viewing. Every he's day. not even playing like backups to the backups. Like these are just like I got to put some. Yeah, you go do it. I'm surprised you haven't got to a couple of reps at wide receiver, Al. I'm surprised he hasn't <laughs> thrown in somebody and it's like, guys, I'm not coming this Saturday. <laughs> yeah, he's got stand-ins backup for to himself. the backup. Well, what, what it was? I want to say there was a game or two last year where he let uh, Liam Cohen, who was yeah. the OC last year, call some plays mm-hmm. or call the plays. So. I don't know. 70 days feels like it's about the right number. Should I be looking out for Russell Wilson all around here in Denver? Should I just call out Let's Ride out into the ether and see who responds? He'll, he's probably somewhere high-fiving invisible people. Going and running through the mall, high-fiving people that don't want to high-five him back. It seems like something he would be into. Is he all over the city? Do they have billboards and all that kind of stuff all I, over the place for him? Well, Denver's not as big of like a billboard city as it is in like LA. You know, everywhere you go, you see billboards in LA. It's not as much here, but I have not seen any a single billboard of Russell Wilson. So maybe they're you know changing their tune just like the NFL did with putting them on less primetime games. And what'd you say? You said yesterday, Michael Miller or Michael Miller, um, uh, Malone. Michael Malone was on <laughs> what did you say he was taking it was yeah. the train or something like that so in denver if anybody hasn't been to it it's a huge airport and so there are uh, trains that take you from the different gates so i had to go from Seagate to the terminal where you can go and get your baggage and uh, meet grounds transportation so on the train you get on and it goes hello this is michael malone uh coach of the nba championship 
for nuggets and it was but it was way less enthusiastic than the, than the way that i did give, it. give me a dramatic reading take me through the level of enthusiasm of mike malone's airport train reading hello this is michael malone coach of your denver nuggets uh thank you for visiting denver <laughs> he didn't say um but essentially that's the level of enthusiasm that he had and i just find it so funny because like you know, I was thinking about like who would be like the LAX's version of that. You know, there's so many celebrities they could choose from to be the person to speak, but Denver has so little like recognizable celebrities in their town. They're like, let's just throw in Michael Malone in there. He, it'll probably be fine. Michael Malone got paid to do that, right? I mean, like that's one of those 100%. things that that they had to probably say, "Hey, we'd love you to voice the train yeah. an- announcements." He's like, "Yeah, that's really nice, but but no, thank you." And then they said, "Well, what about if we give you?" x and it's like okay okay sure when when would you like me to come over you want to know something funny do you know who it was i was just there this is during the the playoffs so it's a couple months ago now right uh-huh do you know who it was a, an, an old school colorado rocky player who was doing that voice todd not, helton no uh hold on larry walker no which i would have said Larry Walker, I probably would have gone first. Okay, <laughs> Larry you're Walker. Not gonna, I don't even think you're going to guess it. Hold on, let me, now but I really that want era. to. Okay, uh, Dante Bichette. Dante freaking Bichette. Wow. Good pull. Yeah. I'm sitting there on the train, and it's Whoa. like, hi, this is Dante <laughs> Bichette. I'm like, I haven't heard Dante Bichette's name in a really, really long time. So they went from Bichette to. Michael Malone just won NBA championship. You're the next guy that voices Dante, the train. Denver, come on, man. Like, I Don- really wanted Russell Wilson. Let's ride. Dante like, Bichette. You're on a train. Yeah, well, Don- <laughs> that's a pretty good point. You ever done anything dangerous? Dante Bichette is no longer even Dante Bichette. He's Bo Bichette's dad, right? The Bo-, Bo Bichette is one of the best players in baseball, and he's awesome, and that's his father. Like, Dante Bichette isn't good Dante enough to Bichette voice the train. Dante Bichette was holding it down. We shouldn't see if they'll let us do it. Call LAX. See, Bergman's got a relationship with him. It's going to end up being Sedano. Sedano's already voicing their commercials on here. Well, look, he's doing the commercials here. We'll do. do there's no train. There's got to be some buses or something over at LAX. We can get in on it. Make a call, Slee. You're the sales guy. Yeah. Make it happen. I'm on it. All right. Uh, Dodgers are at the halfway point of the Major League season. They moved back into second place yesterday. Um, they're behind, a couple of games behind the Arizona Diamondbacks. And it's been, is weird the right word for it, Slee? is weird it's it's been you know moderately successful they've had some really nice performances they've had some things that haven't worked out but when you look at it if you would have said at the halfway point are the Dodgers in first place I would have said probably and if they're not who are they chasing you almost definitely would have said the Padres they're looking up at the Arizona Diamondbacks at the halfway point how do you feel about what you've seen I think they're in a great spot I really do I was telling um it was Jeff yesterday, right? Jeff, we were saying is the the sound guy for yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for Taylor. Is that and, right, Taylor? Jeff, the sound guy. Yep. All right. So Jeff is a big Dodger fan. He's like, I've been watching. Yeah, I watch a hundred and whatever. He said 20, 40 games, whatever a year. And I just kept kind of thinking to myself here. I'm like, think about not just the expectations coming into the year, which the expectations were different. Period. They were. You won 111 last year. No one is expecting you to do that again. I thought the expectations came down, if you want to call them significantly, but if, you, if you're if you winning 15 less games, okay, that's a pretty significant drop-off. Um, at the same time, they've had some curveballs thrown at them. They're playing a lot of young players. 
they're giving guys an opportunity that's never played in the major leagues. And I'm talking about everyday guys, and I'm also talking about your arms. Mm -hmm. Julio was your ace that started game one of the uh, regular season for the Dodgers. He's missed a a good chunk of change, uh, a good chunk of time. Um, Dustin Mays missed a good chunk of time. Gavin Lux never even got a chance to to play a regular season game. We we talked a little bit about the Dodgers yesterday. They have a grit to them. They have a toughness to them. They have guys that are, I'm not telling you it's perfect. Noah Syndergaard, perfect example. But there's other players, J.D. Martinez. Other guys have stepped in and they're- Peralta, Hayward. Peralta. They've stepped in and they're delivering. I think if you're a Dodger fan, why wouldn't you feel good about their situation? I think the, the outlier is not that the Dodgers are second or third. It's, wow, how are the Diamondbacks and the Giants playing this well? Do things even out and they go back to kind of what, what the expectations were? Probably, and the Dodgers are in a good position. Depending on what happens tonight, they'll on, be on pace to either win 90 or 92 games. Win, win tonight, you got 46 wins at the halfway point, so there, there's your 92. Lose tonight, you get your 90. Um, the, I, I agree with everything you said, but I want to add something to it. They're super vulnerable as far as, and I'm not talking about getting in the postseason. That that seems very, very likely. But they're vulnerable in the sense of they're one or two bad breaks away from really not being very good, right? And that's that's different. Like even last year, I remember when we were talking about this, and I'm knocking on wood as I say it, if you would have said, hey, look, Mookie you know, twisted his knee and he's going to be done for the rest of the season, you would have said, oh, my gosh, that sucks. We're okay. We're all right. We still have got Trey Turner. You still have got Will Smith. You've still got Freddie Lux. Freeman. You've got Lux. You've got Justin Turner. We're going to be just fine. We're, we're you know, we keep this thing rolling. We've got Max Muncy, all of these things. This year, Freddie Freeman, Will Smith, and Mookie Betts are keeping this thing together offensively. Mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw almost exclusively mm-hmm. is keeping this thing together yeah. in the rotation. That they are a little bit of bad luck away from yeah we just can't cover this many losses that that is a totally new thing for but them can, this can year. i can i add to that they've already been in that position they've already had bad luck yes can more bad luck be the demise sure. of their season but they've had bad luck and but they've, they've still been able to but they're they're done with their options you know what i mean like the, the, everybody has bad luck right if if you everybody's going to have guys go down and you got to have some reinforcements there and the dodgers have had to use all of their reinforcements so now if the reinforcements start to falter you're if, you're nowhere if they were 500 through all the mishap that they've had so far this yeah. year don't change anything just these are the guys that were out um, this is how much time they've missed. If they were 500 at this point, you'd probably say, yeah, but look at all the things that have gone wrong. That's mm-hmm. not to say that they don't have their own worries, their bullpen and everything else. I, I think they've done a pretty unbelievable job of being where they're at. They're good, not great for the first time in a long time. They're still pretty good. Still pretty good, but they're they're vulnerable. And there's a couple of things that haven't gone right. I want to come back. I want to talk about who's been their most important guy, who's been the biggest disappointment. That's straight ahead. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Refresh my memory, Al, on NBA Free Agency Day, which is today, 3 o'clock West Coast time is when you can officially, it officially opens. Yep. But don't we typically get some news before then, like so-and-so are expected to announce an agreement? Like, couldn't that start happening at any point? Or do they do the thing where they pretend that no one's talked to each other and then just announce it one minute after it opens. Because obviously, if there's a big deal, it's already done. Help me understand this. What team last year, was it the Knicks that lost, they got fined and might have lost a pick? This is to get Brunson. Do you remember that? I don't. J- Jalen Brunson was a unrestricted free agent last summer, signs with the New York Knicks, and I think the Knicks got their hands slapped because things might have happened before free agency started. And there's been whether – this is just kind of new stuff too where the league is trying to say, stop the tampering. Yeah, We know it's been happening for a long time and we've allowed it to happen. We don't want it to happen. Knicks were one of the first teams that got their hands slapped for talking to Brunson prior or whatever the case is. So to answer your question – you're right. Listen, there's a way to do it. I could talk to your agent. I don't have yeah. to talk to you exactly. Right. I could talk through sources and this and that. There's right. a way to handle all that. But you're right that there hasn't been. Maybe it's a combination of what you said earlier. A, there aren't a lot of big names. No nor juicy is there, names. There's not anything juicy. That's number one. And number two, on top of that, maybe it's a, guys, let's just go through the stupid protocols. We have to wait. We're going to make the calls anyways. We're going to have kind of an but idea. Wouldn't you be worried about getting beat? Right, like, and again, because there aren't a the bunch line of is busy. <laughs> you remember that? That was always weird. Like, oh, I guess I'll call back later. Like, what? <laughs> I love that voice. What do you, that voice, what do you mean you're gonna call back later? I don't know when that voice is coming, but <laughs> damn, when it comes, it's good. So there, there's. I would be what. Uh, Mitch Kupchak was always criticized for this. Like Mitch Kupchak oh, yeah, was yeah. following the rules when mm-hmm. everyone else is like, "All right, free agency starts." And like, uh, we got a deal done with him and him and him and Mitch Kupchak's like, "Oh hi, this is Mitch. Uh, I thought maybe there's only con- Mozgov and <laughs> Dang left." Yeah, yeah, I thought you might want to come and take a visit with the Lakers. Like, yeah, we already signed a deal with uh, the Spurs. It's oh oh well, I thought it was open to. It's like so I would be so worried about getting beat. I you don't want to get the penalty, but uh, I anyway. A uh, little bit of breaking news here. This is from Shams. Uh, according to sources, the NBA Board of Governors will vote uh, coming up here in a few days, July 11th, to approve two changes that would begin with the 23-24 season. That, of course, is the upcoming NBA season. In-game penalty for flops resulting in technical foul free throw, uh, and that would be on a trial basis. And then a second coach's challenge awarded if you get your first one right. Th- that. I like both of those. Both of those seem like something worthy of giving a shot, in particular the flopping. Because if you whack a couple of guys with technicals for, for flopping, they'll stop. Yeah. It, that will stop it pretty quickly. The only thing I don't like, it's two more opportunities to stop the I game. Know. That's the only part. But the, but the flopping What's thing, worse, stopping the game for an extra two or three minutes or getting flopping out of basketball? So 
it's funny that you're focusing on that one. I'm with you that the flopping thing you can actually control, and you're going to start reviewing it a lot less because people are just going to say, hey, they'll this used to be it. a strategy. Yeah, they'll stop this strategy it. is now hurting my team. I was actually wondered why they didn't do this earlier, why they don't do it in, in most sports. It's just probably what you said, right? It's just that we don't want to these, – these games are already getting a little longer and longer. We don't want to add more time. Is that That's but it, right? Adding time is a additional coach's challenge. That's adding time, and there's nothing to learn from that. It's just another review. I get to use it. This is, I'm going to change the style of the game based on flopping because every time you flop, your coach is going to look at you and say, stop flopping. (laughs) You just cost us another technical. I'm with you that that's the right one of the two that I think actually helps the game. You want the game to move and it'll... It's one of those, I'm going to take one step back so I can take two steps forward. I might have to stop the game a few more times than I used to, but ultimately we're going to stop it a that's lot a less yeah, because a guys are going to stop doing it along the way. A little factor cap coming up in about 10 minutes from right now. Um, who's the MVP of the Dodgers at the halfway point? I'm going to give you mine first, and I don't even think it's close. I don't even think it's it, – it, there, there have been I some already guys. agree. It's Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. It, 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 Clayton, if they did not have him – as kind of that anchor in that rotation has made every start up until by the way there's no chance he pitches next week I'll bet my house on it um Clayton Kershaw's the MVP of this team and Mookie's been great Freddie's been great but yeah. Clayton Kershaw's the MVP of this team every time he's started too I'm just kind of like waiting for a come on, Kershaw's probably gonna have he's probably gonna have a couple bad nights coming he's had a couple but only a couple <laughs> but but overall he's been amazing yeah and and when they've needed it which game was it that the Dodgers were floundering and you kind of looked at them and you said um, the angels it, it was the first game of that two game set yeah. you're saying to yourself I, I I'm not really sure what direction this team is going in they're they're definitely I think it was uh 12 and 18 over 30 games they whatever it was at not that point playing well not playing well and it was Kershaw that comes in doesn't give up a run no. doesn't give up a freaking run in Anaheim and I I don't want to sound too dramatic, but since that game, Trav, and I don't have the exact, they swept the Angels. They lost one game. Okay, they swept the Angels. Um, They lost one against the Rockies, so they took two or three, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just put them right back on track where they were. And if things you felt like were coming off the tracks a little bit, Clayton Kershaw put you right back on the tracks. He's like, go. So to answer your question who's been the best player for the Los Angeles Dodgers, who's been the most reliable player for the Dodgers. Go look how many great players they have. It's been Kershaw. Who's been the biggest disappointment? You get to go first on this one. Biggest disappointment. Um, it's not fair because there's a little injury in there, but I just thought Julio was going to come 100% in. 100% agree. And, yeah, That's exactly who I was going to say too. Yeah, I, I thought Julio was going to come in and do work. Yeah. Contract year. Yep. Um, I thought he was walking in. It's like... Hey, remember all these times you've skipped over me? Remember where you've said Bueller's the ace? Remember when you say Kershaw's the ace? Remember when you've said, look how great minor league players that we have coming up? I'm the guy, and it's been a disappointing season. It And it's not his fault necessarily because injuries happen to anybody, but he has been bad frequently when he's pitched. And and he's been good sometimes too, but then he, he's missed a ton of time that he was the guy with Kershaw at the age that he is, with Bueller down, with Dustin May being Your uncertain, squad. with Tony Gonsolin being the, yeah, I'm going to need to see it again from you, dude. And all these other guys that were young and Noah Syndergaard kind of as a reclamation project, you were going to have to be the guy that every fifth day I'm going to need you to go out there and shove, and he didn't. 
He, he absolutely didn't. It's, I'm kind of bummed that we're on the same page on these first two. Biggest surprise. I'll go first on this one. I don't want to say I'm wrong because I don't like saying that I'm wrong, but I was wrong. Can I uh, guess? Yeah. JD? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I wanted Especially them to keep Justin of who was Turner. coming out and who's coming in. I yep. wanted Justin Turner. They got JD Martinez on the cheap. Ten million bucks is uh-huh. really cheap. He's starting in the All Star game as the designated hitter. Jeez. He's got 19 home runs at the halfway point. He's hot as a pistol right yep. now. He's extended that Dodger lineup. He is about as dangerous a guy as anybody in that mm-hmm. lineup when he comes up to bat. He has been. And by the way, at that price. Like, 19 home runs at the halfway point at any price is a great season. 19 home runs at $10 bucks. He's been terrific. Go freaking compare 19 home runs or anyone in that remotely in that range with some of the contracts that were thrown out in baseball these last couple of years. And you keep saying, the, no, 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 forget the 19 home runs. Look at the value. Yeah. It's 10 mil for one year. Yep. That's just incredible. That really, really is just incredible. It makes me think of, like we were talking about, with all these Padre players, fat and happy and and whatever you want to call it. He's playing for another deal. Yeah. He's playing for another – and look, I I said this at the end of last season, and I was mostly right, but this is what the Dodgers do. When Tyler Anderson left, when Andrew Heaney left, when all these other guys like, I'm out of here, and Dodgers are like, we'll find another one. And I'm like, look, I I thought they were going to hit it again with Noah Noah Syndergaard. didn't work out. He was terrible, and he's been terrible. I may have been wrong. (laughs) It worked with Peralta. It's working with Jason Hayward, and it's been a smashing success with with J.D. Martinez. They take these guys – Anybody could have had these guys. Anybody could have had these guys. And Jason Hayward plays a lot and plays well. David yeah. Peralta plays a lot and plays well. JD Martinez just made the all-star team. Yeah, it, it's for on on low dollar short-term contracts. It's amazing. But it doesn't it I'm sure for you it's also everything that you just set up. It's also not surprising. It's not surprising that they do it as frequently as they do is a little. It's one but, thing if you catch like they did it Four times this year. Yep. If you would have gotten one, okay, they're three out of four. Okay, but let, let me let me explain this. That there is sports is the right analogy, but I'm gonna go away from sports for a second. How many corporations are there out there? And I'm just using as an example. You may know of a couple companies, and you're like, they just do things the right way. There, they could take anybody, somebody that was was awful at the last place, and then all of a sudden he walks into this company and their structure. And there's training, leadership. and there's good management, and there's good leadership, and all of a sudden he's, hey, no, he's part of the rotation. Why? Because <laughs> it started at the top, and it trickled its way down. Where a lot of other teams, you kind of look at it the opposite. The Angels? <laughs> is, is, is there any team that jumps to the mind? By the way, I think, <laughs> I have to double check here. Yeah. Are you still on track? It is, I think it's Shohei still on, on track? Monday. That'll be fun. I'm excited for you. Well, there's nothing else to watch. <laughs> well, you know, go get an Angels hat and go down there and put on a, a no. Shohei jersey for the day. All right, one more category here. What's the biggest X factor going into the second half of the season for the Dodgers? What what has to go right for them if they're going to do what we hope they do, or at least what I hope they do, yeah. win the division and have a, a, a pretty good shot to make some noise in the postseason? All right, this might be a little long-winded, but I'll try to make it fast. Um, Got to get your guys healthy. That, that just... Getting back, making sure Kershaw's okay, making sure Julio's okay. I think those two are the, the the key ones. After that, I mean, to be honest with you, I think it's the obvious one. You got a reliable bullpen or not. Mm. You're not winning. There's only so much you can do without a reliable bullpen. 
all the names that we just talked about and we complimented and the grit and the grind, all that, if you don't have a reliable bullpen, what do you really have when you get to postseason play? That's the part that I would say is the biggest concern. I, I like those. I'm, I'm glad that we have a couple <laughs> that are different. I think that the biggest thing that needs to go right for them in the second half is Bobby Miller and Emmett Sheehan. They're going to need those guys to pitch, and they're going to need them to pitch well. Doesn't that worry you that you got to depend yeah, on yes. two? <laughs> that 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 that's why yeah. it's such an X factor. That I, I think they can. They're mm-hmm. they're incredibly gifted athletes, but they're so green. They're sure. so green. Sure. But look, I I have next to no faith in Tony Gonsolin. Clayton Kershaw is Clayton Kershaw, but I don't. I mean, he's we, we just saw what happened to him. That Julio has been all over the map. You're going to have to get big innings and a lot of them Damn. out of Miller and Sheehan. That worries me. Right? If I'm a Dodger fan, that, it, sure. that worries me because it's not the – I just need these guys who have done it for so long to be them. Yes. It's – I need these guys that I have not yet seen over the course of a couple of months to come up in the majors and deliver. Because it, it kind of goes with what you were saying too. With the bullpen being as unpredictable as it is, you want to go there less, sure. right? And if sure. these guys aren't good or you have to go to a bunch of bullpen days, right, then who the hell knows what happens. But if you can get six innings out of these guys on a pretty regular basis – and I'm not saying you got to throw six innings with you know, two-hit, shutout baseball. Yeah, I know what you mean. Pitch six innings, give up two or three runs, Keep and them in the game. see what happens. Yeah. That's what you need from these guys. They're young. They're green, man. I mean, Miller looked like the second coming of you know Don Sutton, and then it's like, okay, this is what – he's a rookie. He's, yeah. he's new. Sheehan's been kind of a little bit – Good, good, but now do that for three more months yeah. without having like a, a major, major cliff? Yep. Pretty tough. Come on, man. You got Rotolo coming up. I do have Rotolo coming up. What? Everybody, everybody pull over Why? and listen Why to did you tell me that? Travis's Rotolo. <laughs> this is a new it's a good read. <laughs> you, you, now, now my, my radar's up. No, now no, no. This, going that's on. Actually, that one's an <laughs> honest one. You were telling me yesterday. You're like, I'm a truck guy now. I only do trucks. I am. I am. I, I am a kind of full. Change your life. DVD. I don't know how you park. It's in Hermosa. Sometimes it's a little challenging. You got to plan ahead. <laughs> By the way, you got to back in everything. If you go nose in, very hard to get it. out. Very hard to get out. You got to back position. in. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I like to call it go position, ready position will work as well. Fact Caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710. Hey guys, I already feel like I'm a local here in Denver because everyone here is transplants. So I just fit. Yeah, everybody in Denver is from somewhere else. It's not unlike LA like that. 
yeah, it's like everyone comes here to find themselves, go and hiking and be in nature and stuff. It's a very different vibe, but kind of similar reasons people move to LA. Have you ever tried to find yourself, Slee? <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Can't figure it out. <laughs> Just looking in the mirror. Can't figure it out. I yeah. stare at myself for hours. I get in the really, mirror. like, I start thinking, like, I really start thinking those kind of those meta thoughts. I'm like, no, this is done. What, what, it out. What, what time does the Dodgers play? I want to, I want to <laughs> shut that down as quickly as possible. What do you got, him? All right, so um, last night we um, – so Red Rocks has some seats that are assigned and some seats that are general admission, but we were sitting in an assigned seat section. And uh, we sat next to kind of this family. So this family had two little kids probably under the age of 10 and a mom and a dad. And so the dad and I were talking and stuff, and he was like, well, actually, when you book tickets through Red Rocks, you can only book four at a time. So he booked a different seat in a different section. But he was like, I just so happened to book the only seat available was in row two. So we played row two prices, and we were in row 56. But he sat in the back in row 56 with his kids, had a good time. They seemed to enjoy themselves and stuff. But yes, but this guy should have kept his second row seats and sat there by himself. Travis, Fetter Cap. Cap. You, you, how, how old were the kids again, Em? They were like probably like six and eight. Yeah, no, you got to be with the you got to be with the kiddos. I, 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 there's always that impulse, like, well, I spend the money on this, right? I want to have that that great seat at the at the game, or you got to do the concert or whatever it is. But you can't have the rest of your family up in you know nosebleed section <laughs> while you're there looking at the band from ten feet away. You gotta you gotta go sit with the kids as much as you want to go and. Take advantage of it. You can't do it. Al? So only because of this exact scenario is it cap. But the perfect scenario is you're there with a couple buddies. And you're like, hey. Oh, that's totally different. I'm going to be in second row. I'm going to wave to you. Peace. I'm going to wave to you. We can tailgate. And I actually would be even okay with doing this. Look, I'm going to be in those seats for a half hour. Then I'm going to come back here. You go and join for a half hour. And then I'm going to come back and enjoy them for the end of the show. Like, I have no problem doing it that way as well. But family, that young, you got to be back with your kids because your wife will never let you hear the end of it. She might also leave you at Red Rock and you'll never have. You know, that's one again. of those things that, you know, a year later when you, well, remember that time you made me sit in the general admission at Red Rock with the kids and you sat in the second row? That's coming back. Babe, I had so much to drink. I don't remember <laughs> anything. I remember having a great time, is all I remember. Tyler? Yeah, I think both of these guys pretty much got it straight. You, you got to give up your seat. You're not going to have a family be separated and you're still going to have you're going to be at the event, you're going to have a great time, you're still going to have the same memories and you're going to feel good about having done something too. It feels just like an all-around win. Are you telling somebody around you saying, "Hey, I have those seats up there. Do you want to go sit there?" Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. Might as well, yeah, yeah. right? Somebody should use them. Might as well. Somebody should use them. 300 bucks. Yeah. Isn't the you gotta whole point pay me under the table, no <laughs> taxes. All right, Taylor, take it easy over there. The whole point is to be with your crew, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's your family or your buddies, buddies I might leave hanging a little bit, but it's, the whole point is to go together, yeah. not to see the show necessarily. Tyler, or Taylor, are you there? Taylor's not. He is here. not. He's vacated. Oh, the seat. Okay, I thought I thought he weighed in on that, but all right. So um, my friends, when I visited her, she. Um, before I got here, I was trying to stack up some groceries and was asking, oh, like, what do you want on, you know, for sandwiches in general and stuff. And so uh, <laughs> I gave her that I wanted American cheese as part of my as my cheese option for my sandwich. And she looked at me like I was insane. So I'm crazy for asking for American cheese for my sandwiches. Uh, Alan, factor cap. Cap. 
You're fine. It's okay. I know it's not the top choice cheese. I know there's a lot better cheeses out there. I know that we can do. Well, there's actual cheese. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> this is almost similar to when I wanted the cheese at the Padre game and my girl came back just with the pretzel. <laughs> I know it's not the best cheese. I know it's probably yeah, fake. You wanted the cheese. But I just wanted the cheese. I think you're fine. It's a cap for me there. Trev. Ah. Uh... Sorry, Em. It's uh, what, what was the the setup again? I want to make sure I I'm get it crazy right. for asking for. Yeah, American yeah, that's cheese. a fact. You're crazy. So, <laughs> so there's one there's one time when American cheese is the right choice, and if you're making a grilled cheese, it's fine because it melts really well and all that stuff, and it's 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 the perfect choice for that. But if somebody's saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna do, Slee? I'm gonna go out to the deli. I'm gonna get us a bunch of stuff. We'll make a bunch of sandwiches. We get what can I get for you? American cheese can't be with bologna. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's the bologna of cheeses. That's exactly what it is. That's exact American cheese is the bologna of cheeses. If you like it, I'm no no judgment. I like it too. I'll eat it. It's it's fine. But if somebody's making a trip to the deli, I'm going to get something uh that's not American cheese. Ba- basically anything that's not American <laughs> cheese. Tyler? I mean, I'm a sucker for American cheese, but I'm only a sucker for American cheese at one place. Subway. Subway, the white American cheese on my turkey sub, toasted, it's perfection. Outside of that, if like Travis said, if somebody's going to a deli and they're offering to pick me up some cheese, yeah. get me like a nice provolone. Provolone, you know, Swiss, a, a good brick sharp of Parmesan cheddar, even. You know, right? Sometimes you can some, slice you know up some Parmesan. You know what they have? Boar's Head makes a really good horseradish cheddar cheese. Mm. Get the heck I believe out of here. it. I it's believe that. Terrific. You take that over American? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> All right, so um, one of the big things to do in Colorado here, but also something you have to do to get to your seat in Red Rocks, is that you have to essentially hike to your seat. So there's all these stairs, but you have to they hike got a through the... <laughs> what? No, yeah, no gondola. Uh, but you have to kind of hike through these like different alleyways to get to your seat. So um, I feel I find this to be my take, and I think that everyone kind of lies about it, but hiking is overrated. Tyler, Factor Cap. I'm sorry, you have to repeat the question one more time. Hiking is overrated. Hiking is overrated. Hiking is overrated. Fact. I like walking. I'll take like a nice walk around my neighborhood. You know, I'll I'll sightsee. My wife and I will sometimes be like, oh, that house is really nice. Wow, I like how they, you know, did their landscaping. When you're hiking, you're not like, wow, look how that tree grew in over there. You know, there's not, I feel like there's just not as much to see. The hikes here, or at least where I live, aren't, there's not many sites The scenery to see. is the same. The scenery is better, mm-hmm. I would say, on like a, a scenic walk through my neighborhood as opposed to a hike. So yes, hikes are overrated, fact. Trev? Uh, Cap, I like hiking. I, I don't do it nearly as often as I should, but every time I go, I really enjoy it a, a great deal. Mm-hmm. It feels good to be outside. It feels good to not be walking on a sidewalk. It feels yeah. to be good to be surrounded by the plants and all the other things that are going on. I absolutely love it. I should do it more often. I probably only do it once or twice a month. I should probably do it once or twice a week. I absolutely love it. Plants so I, in Los Angeles? Yeah, I know. Yeah, the, Laguna, you, Laguna Canyon yes. has yeah. unbelievable stuff. Like there's mm. just it's it's terrific. It smells good. Like everything you get a little ocean, you get a little plant. It's just it's wonderful. So it's cap for me as well. I guess the question comes down to depends how long the hike is. Because if you some people go on hikes and they'll be up in the Santa Monica Mount Malibu, whatever it is, and there are four or five hour hikes. No, I don't want that. I don't either. <laughs> that to me is okay. This is just way Two too tops, long. right? Two tops. tops, tops. Where were we? We went for how long were we gone for? 
Lake Arrowhead, we went. We just went out walking, whatever it was. It's about an hour and a half is how long we were gone for. Both her and I were like, that's it. Perfect. We're not looking for anything else. Hour and a half. Now we could go eat somewhere, whatever the case is. So as long as the hike, I just think time-wise is the only thing I'd say. Some people go out and they spend half a day doing it. I don't want that. No, I, I've taken longer than two hours. And once that, that two hour and 15 or 20 minute times, you're like, I'm done, man. People go five, six hour I, hikes. I know, they I know take they all do. the supplies. Can't do it. Yeah, I want to be able to go long enough to take one big bottle of water and it lasts me the whole way there and back. That's yeah. exactly what I'm looking for. A little hilly, not too much hilly. And if there's beer at the end, even better. There you go. <laughs> All right. I have one more for you guys. So I mentioned this in the open when we talked about it, but um, the band that I saw is from my hometown and they have a lot of connections in my hometown. So um, they are really, really good family friend actually is very good friends with the person in the band. So uh, they texted me the day before. I was like, hey, are you, my, my mom told me you're in Red Rocks and all that stuff. And so I got connected. I thought they were just going to be in general admission, you know, just like me or just going to have a seat. But turns out they were actually backstage Ball. at Red Rocks and had wow. come up to talk to me. It was like, hey, like, we're going to try to see if we can get you backstage as well, like all that stuff. And we were kind of like, sure, like if it could happen, but – I should have tried harder to get backstage. Travis, Federcap. Uh, okay, I, I don't like to do this. I, I don't know the answer to this one. I've never been backstage. I don't know what I'm missing. I don't know what it is back there that would be better than seeing the band from the front and yeah, I, getting to see them perform. The them. <laughs> Say that again, Em? I said I could meet them. Oh, I could okay. Well, yeah, people. sure. If that's like if that. that's something you want to do and meet them, then then great. But I would want to see the show as the show is being presented to me in the front. But I'm talking completely out of my you-know-what. I have no idea. I've never been backstage. I don't know what I'm missing. Al? Uh, fact. I think you should have tried a little bit harder. Sometimes when you already have, you have an in. And it probably is not going to take that much more especially because she's so excited to go. This is a band that she's been wanting to see. All this, like, There's a good storyline there, too. To get a chance to get backstage there, you might just have to push just a little bit more. I remember one time, this not the best example, but as best I can, my family came out to a Lakers game. And my two little nieces at the time, um, I, I had asked somebody from the Lakers, hey, you know how they do that before the game starts? The players come out. My kids did that. And you do the... the yeah. If I didn't ask... That would have never happened. And I asked, and I, I think it was even like a follow-up email, hey, just checking in again. I don't think they get to experience that unless I pushed a little bit. I'm glad I pushed. Tyler? Yeah, you should have tried harder. Definitely fact. You should have tried harder. Only because it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing, you know? Like, when are you going to have another shot to be at Red Rock to go backstage? Okay, to don't make her feel you bad. You should have tried harder, Em. I would always feel like Hey, I'm I working. asked the question. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I because I've been backstage when as an employee, uh-huh. right? When we used to do those stadium shows for Rome, I was backstage. And, yeah. But it always felt like I was working and worried about something going wrong, as opposed to, hey, this is really cool. I'm backstage. I felt like I was on the clock. I might feel like that at the same way. I tried. You know, we're doing the intros for the Mandy's. I tried going to the backstage. Morales was like, "Just go up the stairs, bro. Don't don't come back here." Was that before or after you had your second pull on the Dos Hombres bottle? I'm going to say second, at least. I had a good time with that. Yeah, you were doing all right over well, here's there. Here's the thing. The thing was just sitting there. What, what, what no it? attention just there. Just staring at you? You sound like, I'm not going to let it go to waste. I'm just not gonna, somebody's got to drink Who it. Who participated with me? Yeah, not, not a big surprise. Well, actually, 
There's a few that participated, but Cap was participating with me. L- like I said, Keyshawn owned it. Like I said, <laughs> keep going. And Morales was there too. Like I said, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you would have said who are the three guys most likely to have participated, I would have said Key, Cap, Morales. That's those would have been the three. Those were your top three rankings, <laughs> the, the, and all three and were we, tied at one. And, and and Jorge would have been the fourth guy too. <laughs> he he would be tied for first as well. I uh, got a little NBA news that's getting going already. The free agency officially opens at three o'clock. Plus, fifth year anniversary, a pretty big day in Laker history. That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. NBA free agency gets going here uh, a little bit more than three hours. I don't know where Al went, but Jorge, in the what's restroom. up? I saw him in the restroom. Yeah. He was washing his hands, Cochino. You see, this is what happens, Lee, when, you, when you're a little late yeah. to get back from the, uh, the hey, restroom. Did you wash your hands? Because I saw you in there washing your hands. <laughs> Jorge just set up shop. I'm going to work on the Mission Island. Well, I was supposed to be here with Taylor, but, you know, Tyler, yeah, Tyler's so, doing a good job. Taylor, this, by the way, the Taylor yeah. Tyler thing is just killing me. Yeah. Taylor as the biggest case of senioritis I've ever seen. He basically oh, just yeah. pulled the ripcord. He's like, oh, hey, Trav, by the way, uh, I'm just not working the last part of the show. Jorge's going to come in and fill in for me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, see you later. I'm going up to Yosemite. I'm like, okay. The moment he said that, I was like, well, what time exactly are you leaving? Because maybe I could sit in the back. I'm going to come with. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, ta- I'll call Trav. We'll get this thing set up. Taylor is on time, here every day. Oh, yeah. It works his ass off. Like all these things. Now he's like, push. I'm going, he's taking some time off got next week. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I had fun last night watching him perform last night. Too, he was solid. Yeah, he was good. And I tell you, Travis, as soon as he left, he's like, oh, this is my last song. I was like, oh, he was waiting for you to leave. I missed Travis. literally <laughs> one song, yeah. right? So I got there a little after mm-hmm. seven, and he they were setting up, went up, dapped him up, said, hey, you know, what's going on? Met yeah. his bandmates and introduced myself and sat down, had a drink. And Jorge got there shortly after, and yeah. we're just kind of talking. And I knew he was scheduled to be there 7.30 to 10. So at 10, I'm thinking, okay. It's wrapping little, up. Let's wrap, then it was 10.15, and then it was 10.30. And I'm like, okay, I, I got to go home. I'm like yeah. way past my bedtime. So I saw Taylor, gave him yeah. a little, you know, see you later. And then Jorge said he played one more song and <laughs> shut it down. That was awesome. Yeah, that yeah. final song, too. He asked everybody to come up. Sing along. Cell phones, <laughs> cell phones and everything. We, we had all just out. kind of this. The yeah. bar, everyone was crying. It was amazing. He had quite a show. Oh, he, he, he was terrific. As the third time we got to see him, uh, at least I got to see him, I should say. And it was by far the best I've ever seen him on stage. I thought he was fantastic. One more to go. 
Coming up uh, a week from Saturday. What are you doing over there, I like this perspective. Slee's hiding behind the monitors. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to to get out of here, man. No, stay. Too much money. Hey, hey, (laughs) look, we got an opening. Oh, Oh, there's auditions for this? We've got got an opening on the show. (laughs) The moment he came and he sat down, now we're like, no, you're fine. You're not going here. He's like, no, no, that wasn't the plan. That wasn't the plan. Look, Taylor is going to become... A farmer. He's yep. moving back to Iowa. Yep. He's going to go run the family business. Hey, Taylor, you need somebody to uh, you know, cut the grass or something? I'll go with you, dog. <laughs> 600 acres of corn and soybeans. We got an empty chair. I'm just, I don't know. You, know, you, and, I've, for... you and I have worked together hey, before. Hey, we, hey, we, hey, we see hey, 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 free agency doesn't start till 3. <laughs> exactly, man. 3 o'clock. You know. Don't I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> I, this is tampering. <laughs> I'm all right with it. I'll pay the fine. Like my face if, says, if, if I get with a good time. If I get what I want, I'll pay the fine. It's a trap. All right, Are you doing our last hour? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. But I'll probably just watch Tyler over there for a little bit. All right. Yeah. yeah. I like when Jorge watches. Tyler's older than You can watch right, me. Guys. Are you going to sit over there the rest of the day? No, yeah, <laughs> I'm not moving. It's not like I have anything there. Yeah, this is weird. Like, I literally you just have like this disembodied head that's just floating over the top. I mic lower. I couldn't get any lower. <laughs> you look all right. Five years ago today, LeBron James signed with the Lakers. Five years ago tomorrow. Years tomorrow. Ago. Tomorrow. Five years ago tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. Yep. It's been five years of LeBron James in a Laker uniform. And it's he's won a championship. They got to a Western Conference Finals. And it's still – he broke the all-time scoring record in a Laker uniform. Like, there's been some really high watermarks in LeBron. And yet it's still – and I think there's one reason that it feels a little bit like, can we have a little more? And I mm-hmm. think that there's just one very obvious explanation. The championship that happened didn't happen here. It happened mm. in a in a hotel ballroom Where on the other you side shot of the country. Too high, it hit the chandelier. Yeah, it just it it was such a weird. It's kind. Of, it's not unlike the Dodger World Series at all. It was a championship, and it counts, and it's a real one. But we didn't get to celebrate it the way that you typically would, and it was so peculiar that it. Not that it didn't happen, but it happened very oddly. It's funny when I when I look back five years, and I'm trying to think of okay, hey, what was. What were the expectations when LeBron got here? Remember, LeBron was coming in, and it was his 17th year in the league. I mean, whatever Crazy. number it was, right? I think Crazy. it was 17. And I, I got to be honest, and I know they've had bad years. He didn't. They didn't make the playoffs his first year. They're out in the first round his third year. They didn't make the playoffs his fourth year. Then you got the two years of winning a championship game to the Western Conference Finals. That doesn't sound like a... It's not like this, hey, five straight years of you're in the playoffs and you're competing for a chip. They're wild swings. But still, I think when he was coming here, it's not that I didn't expect them to have success, but it's, my man, you're getting towards the end of your career. That was five years ago that we were saying, you're getting close to the end of your career. And the only thing we could really compare it off of is other players that were entering that stage of their career. Sure. For the years to go like this, where in his fifth year with the Lakers, they were a few games away from making the NBA Finals, it's so all over the place. It it is. The other thing, too, is is this is what happens when you're one of the greatest players of all time, that you are measured against a standard that is so ridiculously high, and you're measured against the very best version of yourself that it's really hard to meet and exceed expectations. If you would have said, 
literally almost any other free agent not named LeBron James. Five, you're going to sign a free agent, and in those free in in those five years again, you're going to win a title. You're going to go to conference finals in another year, and you make a playoffs a third time. Do you want that? Of course I do. Of course I do. Give it to me right now. Wouldn't think twice about it. But because it's the Lakers. And because it's the LeBron James, mm. and LeBron James had gone to the finals, what was it, eight years in a row? Okay, he'd gone to the finals eight years in a row. That's right, between Miami was, and Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, yep. it's like, well, okay, but if I got LeBron James, then we should go to the finals every season. It doesn't work like that. And it still felt like it was supposed to work like that. And with time, it'll 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 feel yeah, very yeah. different. But because he was coming off of eight finals appearances in a row, it's like, well, what do you mean we've only gone to the finals once? What do you mean we only have one title? Not that it's not amazing and all those things. It just feels like you're a little short. It shouldn't feel that way, but that's how I feel about it, that it should be a little bit more. It's a ridiculous ask, but he's a ridiculous player. It, it, it Yeah, it exceeded my expectations. I think once um, once they won in the bubble, and I, I know what you're saying. I, I, I understand that the bubble was a little bit different, but for me, they were one of the best teams in the NBA before the season got shut down because mm-hmm. of COVID. Oh, they're great. Um, that it wasn't as it wasn't as um, I know, best way to describe. It. I I always felt like after that, it was always going to be house money from there. I felt like yeah, I didn't feel that way after the Orlando bubble. Even if there's nothing anyone can take away um, what they were able to accomplish. And they've had some bad luck. Look, they, they, they Anthony have. Davis, the but 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 it happens to everybody in the NBA and it happens to all sports. So and, and it, we'll continue to talk about this on the other side because I think that there's there there's a lot going on right there, but just what you said it. They were the best team in the NBA the year they were in twenty twenty. They were the best team in the NBA. And that's really the only time you could say that in the five years he's been here. And what does that mean? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.